Welcome back to GGMUK's podcast, placing women and ethnic minorities at the heart of all of our projects. You are locked in with GGMUK reporters Nicole and Danielle. This morning, we are joined by Dr. Angelica Cavuni, a plastic surgeon from Harley Street, who has been described as one of the UK's most sought-after cosmetic surgeons. Where we will be discussing the role that social media and plastic surgery play in society today. Plastic surgery is a topic that many have an opinion on, as I'm sure you know very well, Dr. Kavuni. The big question that everyone wants to know the answer to is, do you think that people are losing their individuality? Do you think that we are all starting to look like clones of each other? Well, thank you. First of all, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me and uh, giving me this opportunity to, to discuss uh, various issues surrounding plastic surgery. Um, it, it, it is very popular. Um, I've been uh, a plastic surgeon uh, both in the NHS and private practice for 20 years now and I have seen that the uh, uh, the, the speciality has really exploded. Uh, first it was mainly um, for anti-aging purposes and uh, mainly for older, what we would call older patients, so like in the 50s and 60s and so on. But now we see that younger and younger patients and in particular younger girls tend to having various cosmetic procedures and also we see that uh, there's a lot of what we call non-surgical treatments that are now available so uh, they're called little fixes or little tweakments and they involved as you probably hear the terms fillers or using lasers and so on so um I mean, the, the idea of plastic surgery is actually enhancing our individuality. So what we're trying to achieve during our training, what we are taught that we are, we are trying to do is to identify the individual beauty, beautiful characteristics of um, its person, its face, and then augment these. So um, it, it, it is also... Uh, an interesting issue as to whether we want to maintain sometimes characteristics uh, that perhaps are not seen as beautiful. For example, uh, there's sometimes a degree of asymmetry in the face uh, or um, there isn't so much balance, but but uh, a lot of facial uh, uh, sort of uh, characteristics like that give us an individuality and uh, we consider them beautiful. But I agree with you, there is a, the tendency now to follow um, celebrity, well, it, there is celebrity culture, so there is a tendency to follow certain icons of, um, of our day, especially with social media. So the, the most typical example is the size of a girl's lips. So everybody's trying to have very symmetric and very full lips, whether these characteristics suits the rest of your face or not it doesn't really matter it's something that we aim to do so so yes in a way we're moving away from our teaching of actually enhancing the individual beauty to a more um sort of commercialized and and more um um, and and an, an approach that doesn't really enhance our individuality you mentioned um, speaking about celebrities and them talking about like all the surgeries that they've done on themselves. 
Um, do you think that celebrities should promote the surgeries that they've done? Because there are a lot of weak-minded people in society um, who don't really know what they want, but because their idol has now gone and done a specific surgery, do you feel like that should be acceptable? Or as a surgeon, you can advise them to like be more of a emotional support and explain things that may lead into like regrets? Yes, I think that uh, celebrities in my opinion, should be honest. So if a celebrity has a procedure, I think they should say, I have tried this, my reason behind it was that, and and give an honest opinion as to whether they found it a positive um, sort of experience for their confidence, or perhaps help us ex- understand why they felt that this was necessary. Uh, a lot of celebrities have uh, many treatments and they sort of choose not to disclose that. Obviously, it is their um, prerogative to do that, but that also increases, uh, I feel, a lot of anxiety among their followers because because they feel that they can never match up, that they, they give them this ideal and, and they feel they feel bad, they feel that, oh my God, how how am I supposed to be like that? So, yes, my opinion would be that they should talk about it. That doesn't mean that they have to promote it, however, because um, all these enhancements and tweakments and procedures are very individual, and we have to make absolutely clear that what is fits for one person doesn't fit for another person. It's not like one for everybody. And what you have to to make sure is that you understand what are your individual characteristics and what you would like to enhance. Um, And then we can take it from there. And also we we need to put things a bit into perspective. Plastic surgery, the main reason for plastic surgery is anti-aging. So it is helping to control the aging process and it's really difficult to accept that uh, a person in their 20s is aging. Do you see what I mean? So I think I think now this needs to be put back on the on the table that this the, there is a way of altering ourselves and that's a little bit experimenting. It's, it's not really what plastic surgery is for. Yeah, as Nicole said, lots of um, people see their favourite influences and they've had specific procedures and they want them, but sometimes it's not their fault. It can be social media sites themselves. So I'm not sure if you're aware of what face tuning is, but it's basically an app that allows people to Photoshop their photographs. So do you think that these apps have led to people wanting plastic surgery as a result? And how harmful do you think these specific apps can be for people? Yes, I'm aware of uh, face tuning, and actually, um, in in a in our recent meeting, uh, there are some colleagues in the U.S. that they they totally use it during their consultation because um, it's an opportunity for the patient to show what is their goal. So so then it's an opportunity for the doctor to understand what is the patient looking for and whether that is possible to happen. Um, I also think that it's good that you can see how things can change 
and whether that is something that you would like or not. So th there is a positive aspect to these apps, but on the other hand, uh, it's not always possible to achieve with fillers or with surgery what Photoshop can do for us. So, so that's very important for um, patients to understand. We, we have, um, during our consultation, we can use a, a simulation program. So it's, a, it's called a 3D simulation where we take photographs of the patient, whether it is the, the face or the body, and then we can show how this can be altered. So this is something that already existed for the, for the patient, doctor-patient consultations, but now with face unit, it's, you can be at home and you can you can change your yourself in any way you want. The negative aspect is that again th this creates a lot of anxiety. So if you have patients that have don't have much self confidence and they are insecure, um, and this this creates a lot of stress and and is constantly you are unhappy with yourself and and you want to to change yourself to achieve this ideal. So. The way we try to tackle this is we offer, um, so first of all, ourselves as, as surgeons, we, we go through a lot of training in order to be able to, to spot that to our patients and to, uh, to try and support them. Because I want to make it clear, it's not that everybody who wants a cosmetic procedure is has mental health issues. I, I wouldn't say to say that, but there, there is a percentage as as with the normal population, that they, they do feel a lot of anxiety. Uh, so it's important that we uh, discuss with, it's, a, it's important to discuss this, also to identify these patients, because if they do proceed with any treatment, they do need a lot of support afterwards as well, uh, in order to accept the result, because sometimes uh, it is difficult to accept the result, although Technically, surgically, the procedure or the filler has gone well and there were there are no complications, then this altered image uh, doesn't really satisfy the patient because there's this constant lack of confidence and, and insecurity and then, then they want to do something else and then something else. So there is this sort of body <coughs> image, this body dysmorphia issue. Uh, it's great that these are all out now, they're on the table, so even patients are aware of them, so this is something that we, we have to, to discuss. So, yes, face tuning, there are positives, but there are negatives as well. So, speaking about being unsatisfied and going on to do another procedure, um, as a surgeon, how do you feel um, when someone wants to overdo the same procedure that you know can lead to, like, um, more unsatisfaction, health hazards, and stuff like that? Well, I, I think the the majority of my colleagues and myself, we go through uh, uh, a lot of training about this, and also we have very strict guidelines. In the United Kingdom, we are very, very regulated from our professional bodies, and I don't know whether you're aware, but we have to do year, yearly appraisals. All our results are, are published now online and so on. So um, th there is a lot of regulation and also a lot of training for us to spot these, uh, these issues. And the idea is to try and 
make the patient understand the reality of uh, surgery because cosmetic surgery is surgery so there are risks associated with it the the tissues don't always heal the way we expect them um, and obviously the more one specific area is operated on uh, the more likely it is that you will have a complication the risk increases the typical example is a rhinoplasty operation and obviously there have been quite a few uh, well-known uh, personalities that had procedure after procedure after procedure and unfortunately there are surgeons that sometimes they will do just another one procedure or sometimes patients go from one surgeon to the other uh, they travel now, they travel to different countries, to different surgeons, and they don't always disclose how many operations they have. It's not easy to, to get the notes of the previous surgeons. So, yes, yeah, so it can all get very complicated. Uh, but it is important to, to put this out that um, having more than, let's say, than two or three operations on in one area or for one feature certainly it increases the risks and it makes it even more likely that the feature will not look very natural to, to put it mildly so as you said like it is obvious that people will be having plastic seed uh, plastic surgery what tips would you give to people that are thinking of having plastic surgery so that they can have it in a safe manner in general, I think it is important, first of all, to familiarize yourself with a procedure that you are um, sort of keen to look into. So there's now a lot of information on, apart from social media and generally the internet, there are professional associations, even the Department of Health has a website. So there is, there is uh, information available that comes from uh, verified sources. Um, also, it is good if you sort of adhering to the guidelines and the principles. And also, not all, all doctors that practice in the UK are regulated. So what we see is that we have surgeons and doctors that they fly in, they do procedures for various clinics, and then they fly out. So they're not they're not regulated as as we are, that we are here and we have to, to have these yearly appraisals and every five years we have to get our license ticked and so on. So unfortunately there is, yes, um, and there, 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 are, there are rules with the Advertising Standards Authority, for example, when you, when you promote a procedure, there are certain rules as to what you can say and what you can include in your advertising. Um, and there's been quite a sort of, uh, like a few years ago, uh, a widespread effort to try and curb advertising because you would see advertising for cosmetics procedures in the tube, for example. So, 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 so patients get inundated and, and you see, you feel that is something that you absolutely have to do. Um, again, it's, it's, it's very difficult to regulate and it's, and it's very difficult to, to control that. And unfortunately, yes, there will always be uh, some surgeons that, that use their marketing campaigns to induce anxiety and, and promote the procedure. But I think the vast majority are, are quite sort of well balanced. And it, it's great now because we have this discussion. Um, so I've 
for example, I've participated in a lot of TV programs like Embarrassing Bodies and uh, uh, also over social media. So I think there's a lot of awareness. There's a lot of awareness now. And uh, also quite often I have consultations with patients and patients choose to do less than than, than what they thought because they they realize that that perhaps they felt that they had to do something but after the discussion they realized that it's not the right time or maybe it's not for them and you know it, it, it's great that we have this discussion I think all right thank you Angelica so much for being on our podcast today thank you for sharing all your amazing insights views opinions sharing stuff about your job it's been great I personally learned a lot and I know everyone listening must have learned a lot too that wraps up today's episode so please stay tuned in for our next one next month have a blessed and beautiful day guys everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.